Nine on the shot clock, got it back to Morris. Around traffic, gets it baseline Reese. It with up. five, out to pool. Three ball, right wing pool. Yes! It's good! It's good! It's good! The Tigers are going to win it! Three, two, one! Ball game is over! Your Fighting Tigers are national champions! In year number two of the Kim Mulkey era. All right, welcome back to another edition of Tigers Win. Harrison Valentine joined with Shaida Williams. Shaida, I just took some confetti out of my pocket. We're national champions, year two. How are you feeling this morning? Feeling so excited just about what uh, what this season has entailed. And like you said, welcome today, national champions. So, so excited. So there's just so many storylines to talk about this season. Let's first start with Kim Mulkey. She said at her introductory press conference that she she told her team to look around and look at the banners. Nowhere on the banners did it say national champions. It said Final Four, but nowhere did it say national champions. In year two, she leads LSU to their first ever national championship. I know we both knew it would happen eventually, but not this quick. What what do you make of, of this just turnaround uh, under Coach Mulkey? I have uh, watched Coach Mulkey for years as a coach. I've, you know, looked through her history as a player, and one thing I know is that she's a competitor. And, you know, when competitors make up that mind that they will compete and what they aim to do, they set that goal. And like you, Harrison, you know, we're both very surprised by this uh, two-year, this quick, quick turnaround in two years. But, you know, Coach Mulkey has stayed the course. She set her standards, and she's never let go of the goal of just being great. And, you know, many times when that is your goal, great things come from that. Another storyline that I'd love to touch on is is Alexis Morris, just an unbelievable homecoming. The Beaumont, Texas native comes home and just has, you know, a, a one shining moment in her in her home state. I said yesterday, there's there's Alexis Morris and then there's Lex Luthor, and we saw Lex Luthor in in Texas all tournament. What do you make of her story, her career at LSU, just for it all to come full circle? You know, Hollywood can really write a script like this for her. What does it say about her, her maturity, perseverance? just kind of put into words her story and and ending her LSU career with a national championship. Well, just growing up as a basketball player myself, you know, some of the greatest lessons in life have come through this sport. And I feel like this sport has taught Lex about perseverance, about determination, about acknowledging your mistakes. And I think that's what she's done. You know, she started with Coach Mulkey and was expelled for, from the team from her own mistakes and owned up to those. So to, for it to be full circle, she's gone to a couple other schools and now to come back to LSU to be, again, loved and mentored by Kim Mulkey and to accept all of the responsibility of being a point guard, of being a leader, of being uh, the score that LSU needed her to be is uh, just a, a story that can inspire not only our, our, our youth, but, you know, it inspires me, Harrison, I'm sure it inspires you and just so many others of when you fall, you get back up and you commit to uh, what your leaders are asking you to do. And that's what Alexis Morris has done this season. There's actually some parallels, I feel, with the last two national championship teams at LSU with 2019 football and now with with 2023 women's basketball. Both teams were unapologetically authentic. They, they, you know, extraordinarily confident. They, They were who they were. What do you make of the personalities on this team? You know, the sparkles of their head coach, the personalities of their stars, the the swagger of of some of their newcomers. How cool was it to see kind of 
it all to come to fruition and just to see LSU's players be who they are and, and kind of let their personalities show, which I feel like was, was good for the game. I think it was so great for the game, and I just think the theme for this season was perfect, piece it together. And, you know, as I shared with the team, when I think about it, the piecing it together, puzzle pieces, no piece looks the same, and some of them are, are, are rugged edges and some are just really a different than what most people would think should be in a, in a puzzle but each piece had its own edges had on the corner had its own swag and because of the personality because they were unapologetic about who they were and they knew who they were that uh today we stand as national champions every piece as vital to the puzzle as any one of those pieces was Jasmine Carson, who uh, she said in an interview that she saw Iowa didn't want to guard the perimeter, and she took that personally. She made her first seven shots from the field, finishing with 22 points. What do you make of that performance? And she had her one shining moment and, you know, really leading the charge for LSU offensively in that first half to get them that, that big lead. Actually, I woke up this morning thinking about Jasmine Carson because when Kim Mulkey brought Jasmine to LSU she knew she was a great shooter so when you know what you have uh, you know sometimes in games it doesn't always show but Jasmine Carson and I think the entire LSU team saw how Iowa played South Carolina and I thought there's no way they can play us this way despite maybe how we've been shooting throughout the tournament I felt pretty confident that you leave Jasmine Carson that open she's going to knock some shots down and uh, for that kid to be able to come off the bench and shine, as you said, the way that she did, and to to go out your season, your senior season, the way she did, is uh, just remarkable. And I'm sure she's still smiling. And what she has meant to her family and to the LSU family is so great. Talk about Angel Reese for a second, LSU star. Uh, she she said at the press conference that this is bigger than herself. You know, she she had so many goals coming to LSU, but she, even her, she didn't think she was going to win a national championship in her first year. How do you categorize, the, you know? her year her first year at LSU I know she's it's well documented she said she came here for a fresh start how do you how do you kind of put into words that the year that Angel had and and just kind of the dominance on the boards and, and just everything that you know transpired over her first year in Baton Rouge and when you come with a fresh start sometimes it's hard for players to come and leave their past behind and I think Angel did that she came and accepted everything that Coach Mulkey and her staff presented this is this is who LSU is and you have to accept that and she did uh, without losing who Angel Reese was, and uh, a double-double specialist, a great leader, a competitor, someone who is definitely authentic in who she is and unapologetic and may ruffle the feathers of some, but um, I think it will inspire many to, to know who you are and back it up in your actions. Yeah, one of my favorite quotes from Kim after the game is, she took the podium, saw the national championship trophy next to her, and she just shook her head. And she said she couldn't hold it in with one minute and 30 seconds left to go. It's not like her to get kind of emotional before the final buzzer sounds, but she said, I looked over at my grandchildren, I looked over at my daughter, I looked over at those LSU fans with joy on their faces. That's what I came here to do. And it just, she couldn't hold it in. She lost it. What does it mean to win a title in your home state now and get LSU its first ever men's or women's basketball championship? With about a minute and 30 to go, I couldn't hold it got very emotional. That's really not like me until that final buzzer goes off, but I knew we were going to hold on and win this game. And I don't know if it's the mere fact that we are doing this in my second year back home. I don't know if it was the fact that I am home. I don't know if it was looking across there at my daughter and my grandchildren. 
I don't know if it was looking across at Ellish. I don't know what it was, but I lost it. So that should tell you what I think about it. Very, very emotional and tears of joy. Can you kind of describe the emotions in the arena for maybe people that weren't there? And for me, it was a high-intensity game from start to finish. I mean, there was every possession was high-intensity. How would you describe kind of the emotions in the arena yesterday for someone that maybe was just watching on TV? High energy, intense uh, passion, 102 to 85. That's a high-scoring game uh, for any game. But for that to be the national championship game and, you know, even being on the radio, being able to talk about what we are witnessing, Patrick and I were sometimes speechless. And we both looked at each other at the end of the game with tears in our eyes because of what we have witnessed, the ups and the downs during the season. And to see former players, to see players who have been to four Final Fours with LSU and never get to a championship game and to see the excitement that they felt, to see a Simone Augustus, to see those players in tears and to watch Coach Moke go over to embrace them. You know, after embracing her own players, even before the game was over, to then go and say, this is what I promised and I'm um, so glad that we could deliver. So many unbelievable moments this year when you look back. You mentioned Simone, her, her statue unveiling. You talk about the, the sold-out arenas time and time again, the Tennessee game. What, what, are your, what are some of your favorite moments from this season when you look back? I know there's probably a, a, just a handful, but when you look back at this season, the 2023 national champions, what are some moments that come to mind as some of your favorites that, you're, that you'll look back on? And I think I have some favorites that maybe many did not have the opportunity to witness and some of my favorite moments were in practice because it's the, a lot of the behind the scenes that a lot of people don't realize the the competition and how the players pushed each other how the coaches got on the players how some players even got kicked out of practice to get to this moment to know that you will have conflict and you will have struggles but the Tennessee game to watch Alexis jump in the arms of of the student section um even the Tennessee game, and most people wouldn't say that as a highlight, but the Tennessee game in the SEC tournament where LSU did get their second loss, but I think it was such a great loss to help them refocus on committing to defense and the defense and intensity of LSU went to another level. So I don't think you always just capitalize on the wins, but also the losses that just prepare you for an opportunity to be a national champion, and here we are today. I want to talk about some of the performances that kind of flew under the radar I mean, I don't think you can quantify how big Ladeja Williams is for this team. Just so reliable, always does her job. I know Kim always says that. And then you have Flage and Samaya Smith, two freshmen just shining on the biggest stage. How do you kind of categorize the performances from some of the supporting cast? And let's start with Ladeja and, and just her reliability all year long, because she just seemed to always deliver when it mattered. Ladeja's so steady. You know, you don't really see her get too worked up or, or too up or too down. And so I think because of her maturity and her steadiness, on the court it was important, but it was also important for her teammates to see that, you know what, when I'm not having a great game, Ladeja's going to be there to keep the course, and you need that person that's going to row that boat and just make sure that it stays afloat. So her offensive efficiency, her rebounding, her defense uh, definitely goes under the radar, but a superstar. Uh, Plage and, and Samaya as freshmen, you know, sometimes they look like freshmen, and that's okay. But when they needed to step up and when they needed to get stops or big rebounds, they were up for the charge. And as coaches, they, they challenged those freshmen to uh, step up in those big games. And I think they had the support of Angel and 
and Alexis Morris to challenge him as well. To, we need you, so play your part. Let's circle back to Alexis Morris for a second. I know she'll be on the highlights for her performance offensively. I mean, she locked down two of the best players in the country in Amori and Caitlin Clark. I mean, I was watching her go one-on-one with Clark, and that's no easy task. What did you see from Morris defensively, and just how vital was was her defensive performance over this tournament? Because I, I, don't, I don't think you can kind of put into numbers how much of an impact she made on defensively on LSU's victory. Yes, while LSU scored 102 points, I, I'm a believer that defense wins championships. And for Alexis Morris to be able to take that challenge, not only, okay, I need to score, but I have to get stops. And she locked in and she understood how to play the right hand. She got hit by a lot of tough screens, but got back up and continued to to work hard. So that's a testament to who Alexis Morris is, is that I'm going to do whatever needs to be done to make sure that my team wins. I mean, there are times her hands were on her knees because she was so exhausted. And would then come back and get another stop and then penetrate and get another basket. So I think her mind was made up that I am not going to let my teammates down. The mantra of the season all year long, like you said, is pieced together. Nine new pieces, four freshmen, and five transfers. The only returning contributor in Alexis Morris. Where do you go from here? They, it's not pieced it together anymore because they pieced it together. The final piece of the puzzle was put into place last night. Obviously, the future is just incredibly bright for this program. I don't think Kim envisioned you know, winning a national title in year two. Where do we go from here, and, and how do you kind of put into words the, 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 the future of this program moving forward from this? Well, as you mentioned in her first uh, press conference, Coach Mulkey promised to put a banner in the, in the rafters, and that's there so she can kind of check that off her list. But, again, when you know a competitor and what they want to do, this program will continue to build. One of the uh, best recruiting classes in the country is coming in, and I think it's so great that many of them were in the arena to see not only their – some of their you know future teammates playing but also to see the passion that LSU fans bring to the table and to know what type of environment they're coming in so I think the the bar is raised and it's been raised but it will continue to stay at that level where LSU will come back to the dominance where it once was. How good was this for women's basketball this weekend I mean I the arena was just electric just an electrifying environment maybe a handful of seats open if any in the American Airlines arena last night what do you what do you say about just the state of women's basketball and, and how good this weekend was for women's basketball? I know there were some stats that came out about the women's tournament kind of outperforming the men's in, in terms of metrics. Where, where, where is women's basketball, you know, on, on a national realm, and, and how would you kind of characterize the, 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 the rapid rise of, of this sport? And I don't think the rise just started this weekend. It started, uh, you know, during the season with – the Kim Mulkeys and with the Caitlin Clarks and people have been watching the entire season uh, what Angel Reese has brought to the table but what we saw this weekend and what we've seen throughout the tournament the upsets in women's basketball and to have those and for people to come in and to know the names I have a 17 year old son and how excited he was to watch the women's tournament and Women's basketball is and I'm going to say back on the rise because I feel like it was it was there at one point and you know, fell off for a few years, but because of social media, because of the TV contracts, and because of people finally speaking up to say that these women can play, uh, I think there's no turning back, and we're going to continue to promote it and let people know that this is a game that not only transcends on the court, but it impacts lives in so many ways. 
I'm looking at a photo here with Simone and, and Bob and Ashley Johnson and a couple of others just you know LSU isn't where they are right now without them how cool was it to see Simone courtside you know Bob Starkey with a smile on his face back home in Louisiana you know how cool was it to just see the, the past being respected last night and the future embraced well I've always said I think Kim Mulkey is a basketball genius and understanding that she cannot do it by herself so the wisdom and the courage to bring Bob Starkey back to LSU where he has an unbelievable connection with former players and just someone who knows the game, who's passionate about LSU. So even to watch those former players be so excited about the championship, but to be excited for Bob Starkey that he was able to get on that ladder and, and cut the net, and, and then they literally cried knowing what he had poured into it. So to for her to come in and understand we have to respect the past and respect what these players have done. And, you know, if many don't know, Kim Mulkey was a big big, big push in getting the Simone statue because we need to let our players know that what these players have done is so important. And to watch the players embrace the future and be excited for what LSU did last night is uh, tells you what the LSU family is all about. All right, we're on the bus. We're headed back to Baton Rouge. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of fans waiting for us back at the PMAC. Uh, are you ready to do a little parading when we go back? Oh, the parading is going to be fun. That is what we do in Louisiana. So, uh, you know, if we're going to parade, let's parade for a, a great, great reason and uh, to celebrate what these young women have done on the basketball court. A night for the ages, a season for the ages, a team for the ages. Shaida, thanks so much for joining me and kind of talking about reliving the magical night that we, that we saw last night for LSU. So thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Shaida, for joining me on this edition of Tigers Win. Thank you for listening all women's basketball season. And thank you for listening to this edition of Tigers Win. Tigers Win.